Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. I am praying that fam, y'all are fighting a good fight of faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because listen, he is willing, okay? He is willing because he is doing it in my life. He is so willing. Family, I'm coming on here with a word, okay? I'm coming on here with a word today. But as I was praying before I even began to record this word, Hallelujah. The Lord brought something into my spirit and I had heard it somewhere. I just don't remember who said it, but when I was praying, I said, father, all I want you to see when you look at me is the blood of Jesus. Oh, and it did something to me when I started praying because that's what he sees in us. When he sees us, he sees his blood. Hallelujah. He's like, I shed my blood for you. And somebody needs to hear this. When God sees you, he sees the blood. If you will receive it, he sees the blood of Jesus, but you got to receive the blood. Because if if he if if you don't receive the blood, if you don't let him clean you, if you don't let him make you a new creation, hallelujah, all he can see is the dirtiness. He just sees sin. Hallelujah. Then, then, then that's when we know he has to turn his face because God cannot be around sin. He has to turn his face because because he, he, he wants to destroy sin. So he has to turn his face because he's protecting you. Because he's like, if I look at you like that, I'm going to have to destroy you. Hallelujah. Listen, fam, I'm coming straight in with the word of God today because <laughs> that wasn't in the notes. But it's somebody that needs to hear that. Yes, you feel like God has turned his face on you. But it's because he cannot be around that. Hallelujah. Once you come out, once you receive the blood, he can, he'll be able to look at you because he'll see the blood. He'll see you clean, but you have to turn away from your wicked ways. Hallelujah. Jesus did not die for you to stay in sin. That's not why he died. He died to make you a new, a new person. He died to give you a new life. Hallelujah. You got to put down the old man in the mighty name of Jesus. Listen, the Lord is moving today already. (laughs) y'all. Is that was not in your sis notes. But uh so receive that, okay? Ask the Lord, whoever this is for, ask the Lord to cleanse you in his blood. Ask him, say, Father, come into my heart, make me a new person. Say that, okay? Because this for you. This for you. So um when I was sitting here. Okay, so let me tell you the backstory first. Lord, so let me give you a little backstory. So for the last couple of days, I've been hearing what sounds like a strong wind in my ear, right? And it's not all day. It's not all night. It comes and it goes. So I might hear it for a couple of minutes. Like yesterday, I don't think I heard it at all. But the day before that, I had heard it. And I think it was the day before that I had heard it too. And then I had heard it in the bathroom because I'm like, Lord, like it's time for me to feed the sheep. The sheep, I haven't fed the sheep in a minute. It's time for me to feed the sheep. So hold on. My, my daughter is standing here. Hold on, fam. Sorry, fam. That was my daughter. She just woke up, so she a little discombobulated. But back to what we was talking about. So I kept on hearing this wind in my ear. And the Lord just kept on saying, a mighty wind is coming. A mighty wind is coming. And I'm like, okay, Lord, a mighty wind is coming. Okay. <laughs> I need more because, you know, I haven't fed the sheep. And I listen, I know when I get the, I know when I speak, the sheep get fed. So, Lord, I haven't been feeding the sheep. So I need to feed the sheep, but this sheep needs to be fed first. <laughs> okay. 
And even as I speak right now, I'm hearing it in my ear. Oh, he is so good. So let me um read you what he said first. The Lord said, it's harvest season. I have given my children land to occupy. Many have ran into giants, but don't give up. I am with you and I will protect you, my child. Don't be discouraged. This is your land. I have predestined you to inherit your land, my child. I died so you can have an abundant life. I rose so you can have faith in me and in, and believe in the one who sent me. A mighty wind is coming. All who call on, an, on, my, on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's it. That's all the Lord says. That's what the sovereign Lord said. Damn. Oh, and it's just like a gushing wind that I hear, family. I just hear a gushing wind in my ear. And I'm going to take you to the scriptures that um, the Lord had led me to. So, Lord, where do you want me to start? All right, let's go to... um, Let's go to... Job 20. God is so good, Joe. This is a word, okay? He is so mighty. He is so mighty. Let's go down to verse 21. And no, no, let's go to verse 19. Family, y'all already know. <laughs> and it says, that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locker doors because they were afraid of Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Hallelujah. And and what I want to point out to you, family, is that it says, then he breathed on them, received the Holy Spirit. And that's what the Lord is saying. That's the mighty wind that he's saying. He's saying that I'm breathing on my people. Hallelujah. Receive the Holy Spirit. I'm breathing on you. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. That's what the Lord is saying. That's the mighty wind. And when he breathes on you, it's going to be suddenly. It's a sudden thing. He's going to appear to you. And he's going to breathe that that breath of life on you. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive it. That's what he is saying today. He is saying, receive it. Hallelujah. Receive this breath of life. Yes, although you are in your your promised land and the giants, they look big in the land. Yes, they do. But you're learning how to trust on me, says the Lord. You're learning how to lean on me, says the Lord. You're learning that I am fighting the battle. Be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. Be courageous, the Lord is saying. Have courage. Hallelujah. That's what he is saying, family. He is saying, have courage. He is with you. Hallelujah. Yes, these giants look big, but you got to know that you serve a big, big God. You serve the true and living God. Hallelujah. You have to know that he got you in his right hand and can't nobody touch you. That's what you have to know. Yes, the enemy gets loud, but you have to know that God is more powerful than the enemy. 
Yes, you see the situation might not make sense. What God is telling you to do might not make sense. But that's because faith doesn't go it doesn't go with your common sense. Faith clashes against the common sense. There's nothing common about having faith. Look at these people in the Bible and, and their, their different acts of faith. Hallelujah. We always go to Abraham. Abraham had to sacrifice his son. He thought he was going to sacrifice his son. But he didn't know that God had a ram in the thickest. Sarah was like almost 100 years old and God told her she was having a baby. Don't forget Mary. Mary was a virgin. But God said she would have a child. So there's nothing common sense about what God says. You have to trust him and know that he is God. Okay. So let's go to Genesis chapter (laughs) 2. Family, listen. You faith and common sense, it just don't match, okay? It, it, it just don't because your common sense is going to tell you what's common, but God's not common. God's supernatural. You get me? So when He tells you to do something in the natural, you got to know He's going to add the super to it. Just be still, be still, and be receiving. Be in receive mode from the Lord. That's what pleases Him. Your faith, Lord, you told me to do this, and it don't make no sense, but I'm gonna do it. That's your faith is believing okay lord i'm gonna trust you but this don't make sense oh this is a word for me yo this is a word okay (laughs) let's go to um genesis chapter 2 let's start at verse 7 then the lord god formed man from the dust of the ground he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person hallelujah we always talking about how when um the, the the holy spirit gives you new life that jesus came to give you a new life when he breathes this breath of life when you receive it receive this breath of life we need it that that's that it says that then the lord god formed the man from dust uh, from the dust of the ground he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person you have to remember you are nothing but dust and ashes you need that breath of life you need it or you're going to be walking around just a pile of dust and ashes does that make sense i pray that it does you need god Let's go to Acts 2, verse 2. Okay, let's just start at verse (laughs) 1. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Listen, it says suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. 
family, I'm telling you, the Lord is saying a strong, is a mighty wind. He keeps on saying a mighty wind to me. Just a mighty wind. And I keep hearing it in my ear. A mighty wind. And it's just like a gush of wind that I can hear in my ear. It's kind of like a when you roll, you know how you roll down your car window, but it's only one car window rolled down. Everybody else's window is rolled up. And how that you just hear that gush of wind hitting the wind hitting the windows. I, I yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's what it sounds like in my ear. It just sounds like a gush of wind. It just sounds like a gush of wind. And you see right here, it says suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like a roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. It's going to engulf you. Receive this, okay? Receive this mighty wind. The Lord is going to appear to you suddenly. When he appeared to his his, his disciples, he appeared to them suddenly. It was suddenly. Remember? Let's go back to John real quick. John 20, verse 21. And it says, Peace be peace be with you as the father sent me. So I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit, receive the Holy Spirit. But even at the top at verse 19, it says that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly. Suddenly, I'm telling you, it's going to be a suddenly the Holy Spirit is going to hit you suddenly. Brace yourself for this mighty windstorm. Brace yourself. Hallelujah. Because he's going to come and it's going to be suddenly. This wind is going to hit you suddenly. (laughs) Okay. Suddenly. The Lord is telling me to tell you, be prepared because it's going to be suddenly. Suddenly. I hear him saying any day from now. I hear him saying any day from now is going to be suddenly. Any day, (laughs) suddenly, okay, suddenly, hallelujah, and okay, let's go to um, 1 Peter 5, verse 10, because I hear the Lord speaking, and he says, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. And that's the Lord. Tell, he's telling me to speak that over your life today. He's telling me to speak it over your life today. That he will restore, support, and strengthen you. Receive it. Receive this. Hallelujah. The Father is sending the Holy Spirit to you suddenly. It's going to be suddenly. He's going to send this, his Holy Spirit to you. It's just going to be suddenly. And you are going to get hit with it suddenly. Okay? Suddenly. Any day from now, he's saying. He's saying any day from now, he is going to breathe his breath on you. Any day. Be prepared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, and, and the Lord, he, he just downloaded to me. He said, well, somebody's like, well, how do I be prepared? He said, keep your garments clean. That's how you be prepared. You keep your garments clean. Okay. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Let's go to Revelations <clears throat> chapter 22. Let's start at verse 
uh, 12. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Hallelujah. So you see how it says, blessed are those that wash their robes. That, that goes back to what the Lord was saying in the beginning. When he sees you, he sees his blood, but you got to receive the blood because the blood is what cleans you. Listen, it says, blessed are those who wash their robes. Be washed in this blood, okay? Be washed in the blood of Jesus so your robes can be clean. He is so good. I love how God is bringing it all together. I just love him, y'all. I really do. Like, I love him so much. Um, let's go to Isaiah 41 verse 10. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Hallelujah. See all your angry enemies lie there confused and humiliated. Anyone who oppresses you will die and come to nothing. You will look in vain for those who try to conquer you. Those who attack you will come to nothing. For I hold you up by your right hand. I, the Lord, your God. And I said, I, the Lord, your God. And I say to you, do don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid, people of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp teeth. You will tear apart your enemies, making chaff of mountains. You will toss them into the air, and the wind will blow them all away. A whirlwind will scatter them. Then you will rejoice in the Lord and you will and you will glory in the Holy One. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. When the poor and the needy search for water, there is none and their tongues are parched from thirst. Then I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will never abandon them. I will open up the rivers for them on the high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs will flow across the parched ground. I will plant trees in the barren desert, cedar, acai, myrtle, olive, cypress, fir, and pine. I am doing this so all who see this miracle will understand what it means, that this is the Lord who has done this, the Holy One of Israel who created it. Family. The Lord is doing it. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Though that the enemy comes in like a flood. Yes, he's going to try to come in like a flood. But you got to remember, God covered that enemy with the flood. Family. We talked about this before. He could try to come in like a flood. What happened to Pharaoh's, um, all his, um... All his people. Then they all, they tried to come in like a flood, correct? When he parted the Red Sea, they tried to come in like a flood. But what did God do? What did he do to the enemy? 
He covered them with the with a flood. And that's what you have to know. You have to believe that. You have to be still and know that he is God. Do not be afraid. Be courageous. Have courage. Okay? Do not be afraid. That is a command from the Lord. He is saying, do not be afraid in the mighty name of Jesus. Have courage, the Lord is saying. The Lord is saying, take courage today. Hallelujah. He got you. He is telling me, the sovereign Lord says, he got you. He says, I got you. You are my child. I I have predestined this for you. Your promises, I have already ordained it over your life. You've been preordained for these blessings. Do you get that? Can't nobody take this inheritance away from you, says the Lord. No one can take this away from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is so good, y'all. He is so good. So, family, unless the Lord, do you have anything else you need me to say to your children? I hear the Lord saying, he says, stay in my will. He says, tell my children to stay in my will. He says, do not go ahead of him. It's a trap. I hear him saying, do not go ahead of him. It's a trap. But wait and see the salvation of the Lord. He's saying, I will deliver your enemies back to you and they will be your footstool. Believe him. It looks like they, your enemies are looking like giants. It's kind of like with the Israelites. The Israelites were afraid to go into the promised land because they seen the giants. But hallelujah, when Joshua, when he led the um the children of Israel their, their children into the promised land do you remember how um the lord gave them orders he told them what to do to knock down the strong walls he told them that and he wants to give you play by play also how to bring down the giants in your promised land cuz it's your land he's saying it's your land my child it's your land He just, I just keep on hearing him saying, I have predestined this. I have predestined this. Let me um, tell you the definition of predestined. Determined in advance by divine will or fate. But we know that God has established this. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Peter 19. First Peter one, I'm sorry. First Peter one nineteen. My bad, fam. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now in these last days he has been revealed for your sake. Hallelujah. 
through Christ, you have come to trust in God and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. For you have been born again, but do not, but, but not to light a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, mm. oh, he is, <laughs> listen, God is so mighty, y'all. Listen, it says that the lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. Before the foundations of the earth, he was slain. It was it, it, Jesus. He had that. That was over his life before the foundations of the earth was that he was going to die for our sins. And God did that for you. You have to understand that before the foundations of the earth even um happened, Jesus had God already had a plan for for Jesus to cover you. You get that? Can't nothing stop this move of God in your life. Can't nothing stop it. Yes, that enemy gets loud, but he cannot stop the plans that the Lord has for you. Do you get that? He cannot stop it. He is there to be to, to just be loud. He's just there to be loud. But but when you when you when you listen to the, the, the soft voice of God, when you listen to that still voice of the Lord. Because his sheep know his voice and you answer to it. You know his voice. You know when the enemy's coming in because he's loud. He's loud. But his sheep know his voice. God don't come in loud. He comes in and it's a peace when he comes in. You know everything's going to be all right when God show up. So when you got that uneasy feeling, you got to remember the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy Hallelujah. But God, he can make everything that was meant for your bad. He could turn it for your good. Those lies that the enemy is speaking to you, that only builds your faith in God. You have to know that I hear what the enemy is saying, but I believe God. I believe him. And your father, he sees everything. He knows everything. And he like, my child, she, yes, with the faith. That's how he be. Yes, with the faith. Just remember that. Just remember that. <laughs> okay? Remember. Um I want to go to Ephesians 1. Let's go down to verse 4. And it says even before he made the world. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. Mm. 
God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And in this plan, at the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ will bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles has also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he has promised, he promised, and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Mm-mm-mm. God is so good. He is so good, y'all. Do you see how it was preordained for you? You were preordained. You were chosen before the foundations of the earth was laid. God chose you. <laughs> He chose you. He wants to shower you in his grace and his kindness. I'm telling you, when the mighty wind comes, when this mighty wind comes, receive it. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ask him to cleanse you in the blood. You got to call on his name. That's the kicker. All who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. You have to call out to him in order to be saved. Mm, he is so good, Joe. I still hear the wind in my ear. <laughs> he is so good. Um, I wanted to um, I wanted to go back up. Let's go back to verse nine. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. At this, at, and this plan, I'm sorry. And this is the plan at the right time. He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ at the right time. At the right time. It will all make sense to you at the right time. We was talking earlier. God will tell you something that will go against your common sense. But at the right time, he will reveal to you. This is why I said to do it this way. Just trust him and know that he is God. It's another verse I want to go to. Let's go to Philippians 2 verse 13. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's just start. Family, y'all already know. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all already know. Let's start at verse 12. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I'm away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in the world full of crooked and perverse people. 
hold firmly to the word of the of life, then on the day of Christ's return, I would be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. But I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God. Just like your faithful service is an offering to God, and I want all of you to share that joy. Yes, you should rejoice and I will share your joy. I just love Paul. Paul just becoming he's so, he's so good with words. But I was talking to one of my sisters the other day, and like <laughs> we know that that uh, Paul persecuted Christians, but she called him a serial killer. And when she said that, it hit me like when she said it, because I was just like, "Yo, you don't really look at it like that." Like we know Paul persecuted Christians, but we don't look at him like he's a serial killer. But that's the truth. Like, but look at him. But look at God. Oh. But look at God, though. But look at God. Paul wrote majority of the New Testament. This man killed Christians. Do you understand me? He, he persecuted them. He, killed, he was standing there when Stephen got stoned. He was there. He was there. But look at God. God got a way of knocking somebody off a high horse. You get what I'm saying? He'll knock somebody down off a high horse. And he said, listen, when he, I forgot who the man was that he sent to go lock the scales off of Saul's eyes when he got blind. Saul, you know, later we know him as Paul, Saul the Paul, you know, but he told him to go knock the, the uh, goat that he sent the man to go, um, knock the scales off of, um, Paul's eyes. And it's like, look at the work he did. Like, look at the work he did. He said, he said, I'm going to show him. What is like to suffer for my namesake? Paul was in chains. Right in these, right in some of these books. He was, he, he said, remember the chains. Remember these chains. Hallelujah. And some of you are in chains. You might be in chains spiritually for what God is getting ready to do. But you got to trust God. God got a plan. He's showing you what it's like to suffer for his name. Just like Paul. He had to show Paul what it was like to suffer for his name. Mad stuff happened to Paul. I'm telling you, read, read, like start at Acts and, and keep reading. Mad stuff happened to Paul. Okay. But you just gotta remember, like, but God, Paul really was like a serial killer. <laughs> he was. He was out here doing the most, but God pulled up on him. You just gotta remember when that enemy come and he try, he coming like a flood, trying to remind you of what you was like when you did. You gotta you gotta just shake it off. You gotta be like, okay. But now I'm risen to new life with Christ. What about you? Where's your salvation coming from? And he ain't gonna have no answer because he don't got no salvation. He wants you to believe that's who you were. But at a point of time, you were blind. You couldn't see. God knew that. He, he died before the foundations of the earth because he knew you were going to need a savior. He knew it. Don't let that enemy beat you down. He is a liar. <laughs> okay? 
Don't believe it. Just be encouraged. The Lord, I'm telling you, he's about to breathe that breath of life into you. He's going to breathe his breath on you. And it's going to be the spirit to give you life. He's going to breathe that spirit on you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I decree and I declare that over you. If you shall receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I command that all the lies of the enemy will will end today in the mighty name of Jesus. That they will that 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 the Lord will give you vindication. Hallelujah. That the Lord will that He'll uh, rule with His mighty right hand. That He will silence that enemy. And I command that enemy to shut up in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But you gotta receive it. You have to receive that the Lord can do that for you. You have to receive it. Right? Go back and always test the spirit by the spirit. Always test my spirit by the spirit. But then it has to get to a point when you're in your quiet time with God, you got to receive it. <laughs> you got to receive whatever the Father tells you to do. And you will know his voice. You're going to know it. You're going to know. Okay? You're going to know. I feel like there's somebody on here to be like, God, don't talk to me. I'm supposed to know. You're going to know. Okay, God created you. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows how to talk to you. Okay, you're going to know. (laughs) You're going to know. Okay, let me say one more time. You're going to know. He's talking to you. Okay, he has a way to talk, and you're just gonna, you're just going to be like, okay, mm hmm, mm hmm. Telling you, brace yourself. And listen, brace yourself and don't put no limits on God. Don't be so religious. Don't think that God talks a certain way. God talks to me all different types of ways. Sometimes God talks talks to me stern. Sometimes God talks to me with a little bit of hood in his voice. (laughs) It depends on the moment and what I'm doing. You know, I might be doing the most. And the Lord like, daughter, calm down. You're doing the most. Sit down. But if you're religious, you you won't think God talks like that. Okay, so don't put no limits on God. He got a way to talk to you. I told you the Lord met me at the bottom of the pit. I was dirty. He had to come to me with a little bit of, um, I mean, listen, he pulled up on me while I was smoking. Like, let's be real. Like, don't put no limits. Let's don't put no limits on him. Do not put no limits on him. Because religious people that have you thinking, oh, God, you got to do this, 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 and this to be able to do. No, God wants you as you are so he can clean you. And people can be like, but God did that. But only God could have did that because I know them. And only God could have did that. That's what God wants. He don't want somebody who thinks that they can do it. He wants somebody to be like, I can't do this. He wants that because then he wants to show you, yeah, you can't do it because all things are possible through me. That's what he wants you to see. Okay. <laughs> Family, I know earlier I was like, we about to go, we about to go. But we end up talking for a minute because listen, the Lord, he be coming through with the word. So I just be like, Father, use me. I'm your vessel. <sighs> but Lord, is there anything else you want me to talk about with your children? Hold on, Family. The father says to tell you he wants unity. He says, I want unity. Hallelujah. We need unity in the body. Unity. Okay. Because a house divided cannot stand. You see from Genesis to Revelations. 
Every person that the Lord used, they all worked together to bring forth the Bible to us. You get what I'm saying? We need unity. We Listen, we going to be a power. If we all stand together and we take out that religious mindset and we just stand here together and we're all fighting for the same purpose. And that's for, for our Lord. We're going to be unstoppable. We're we going to be unstoppable, y'all. He wants unity in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We all have one thing in common. And that's we all love Jesus. We Jesus. No, we got more than one thing in common. We all need the blood of Jesus. We all love Jesus. We all want our father to smile on us. We all want that. So we are, don't let the enemy trick you. We are all fighting. Even though our fight looks different, we are all fighting the good fight of faith. It's just all of our battles look different. But let's, let's stand back to back and let's encourage each other. Let's fight with with each other. Hallelujah. So family, I think that. This is it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is it. Fam, I love y'all. I love y'all. But most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Um, is there anything I want to say? Um, uh, no. There's no, I don't think there's anything. You know, y'all already know. Shameless plug at the bottom. Um... I'm sorry if y'all hear my chat. I be spinning around while I'm talking to y'all. I be acting like a little kid in my spinning chair. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to see. Family, I miss you, okay? Look, pray for your sis too. Like, don't ever look at me like I'm just... I'm Listen, I'm a sheep too, <laughs> Okay? The Lord, that's it. Like I'm not, I'm not no better than you. I just remember that the Lord just uses me. He just uses me, and that's it. Like I'm, don't look at me like, oh, you got all the. No, I don't. I do not. So pray for me in Jesus' name. Okay, pray for me. Pray that he strengthens and he encourages me also. Because I've received these things for myself. Don't think that when I come on here with these words that I don't go back and listen. Because it'd be a word for me. Okay? Sometimes, you know, yes, it's still weak. And then I, but I know my faith tells me first I ain't weak, but then I am strong. You know? I just trust God. But don't think that people that um you hear or you see don't think that the enemy doesn't come up against them because he does okay he does (laughs) so don't ever look at somebody like they're better than you or god loves you more than them don't but don't believe that lie from the enemy god loves all of his children equally okay equally he has no favorites at all look how jesus died okay he has no favorites at all. All right. So don't look at people and be like, oh, I wish I was that. I wish I was this. And I'm not saying that anybody do this for me. I'm just talking about in general because I feel like it's somebody out there. Don't look at other people like, well, God loves that person so much more. That's a lie from Satan. You cast that down. You cast that big imagination down in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay. 
Because God loves all his children the same. Okay? It's like for me, for instance, but I'm not saying that this is towards me. But for me, for instance, I just got a big mouth. In the world, my mouth was big and I stated my opinion. So when God cleaned me up, he made me who I was. I just got, I have a mouth for this. <laughs> I got a loud mouth. I got a big mouth. So what better than to give your daughter a whole platform where all she get to do is talk? Like, God's a genius, you know? So just remember that. Whatever your your gifts are, you already kind of know it because there's so much more that you don't know that's buried inside of you. But some of your gifts, you already know. You know? So just ask the Lord to teach you how how to glorify him in those things. But don't look down on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Because just because one person has one platform, God wants to give you something of your very own. He wants you to do something. Okay? In the mighty name of Jesus. All right? I love y'all. But most importantly, let's say it together. Jesus loves y'all. Bye.